0: Hey, welcome to Enter This is our one-year pod Happy pod Brian. Happy pod-aversary, Ben. I'm very excited. have you been celebrating this pod Uh Well, I got up, and now I'm recording a podcast.
1: Oh, wow. That's like the same thing that I was doing.
0: Well, here. Let me pour you some champagne. Wow. There you go.
1: Thanks, Brian. And have some cake. Thank you. Ah, podcasting.
0: That's good radio.
1: Alright, well, I know some fans have been with us for a year, some very committed diehard fans, but maybe others are just tuning in today for the first time. So what do we do on this show?
0: Well, we welcome new viewers. That's Hi. what
1: we're doing. Hello. Hi, guys. Welcome. Thanks for choosing Amateur Teropod. We know you have a lot of option, options. actions. A lot of actions. You have a lot of options when you uh, fly the friendly podcast skies,
0: so we appreciate that you... This is rough. Today Ben's the one that can't talk. Usually it's me. We appreciate that you chose us. And by us, Ben of course means him, Ben Noble. And also Brian Dooley. And this is the only podcast that you're going to listen to where two non-mystical hosts use the power of tarot to answer your burning questions. That's right.
1: And on this show, we keep it really simple. Uh, We just look at three cards per question, one representing the recent past, the second one, the present, and then the third one, a guaranteed future outcome.
0: Yeah, because that's, we like to keep it amateur. And then we also do a card of the week. Can't forget that. But we'll tell you about that later. But what we will also tell you right now is that we use the zombie deck because it's Shocktober.
1: Is that like a shot top thing?
0: It's more... I got nothing.
1: All right. Glad we came prepared <laughs> for our one year. This is I can't best. talk, you can't tell jokes. This is the culmination of a year of work on our part. Well, let's shut it down.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny, because today, uh, not the day you're listening to this, but the day we recorded this um, on our card of the day, it was the Ten of Cups, but for some reason I gave the definition for the Ten of Swords. And so on one of those, something is ending and it's horrible. And on the other, all your dreams are coming true. So it looks like both things yeah, are happening. Yeah, both today.
1: things are happening. So you maybe you weren't wrong. Maybe the cards are real.
0: Either way, you got to get some tacos. <laughs> Should we go ahead and uh, jump right into Queer's Corner? Yeah, man, I thought we had more to say on our one year. Do you want to reflect back on. What all has happened? Sure. Uh,
1: if only this was a, a video, a video podcast, we could have a great montage yeah. of us having fun, like in a bathtub, throwing bubbles at each other, and then in the park,
0: skipping, painting a room. Oh and, yeah! And like, I make you turn around, and I paint on your face.
1: Yep. Yeah, us cooking food together,
0: and there's just flour everywhere.
1: Yeah. Even though we're just making bacon. Some, yeah.
0: oh uh, yeah.
1: Good, good times, good reflection that we just had there.
0: That was good. I hope you guys could picture it as well as we could.
1: Yeah.
0: I especially got thrown off by your initial suggestion of bath time. It was pretty impressive.
1: Well, just reflecting. Just reflecting out loud.
0: Something that we aren't going to do, at least not while I'm editing the podcast, is have a retrospective episode where we have clips from all the previous Yeah, episodes. let's not do that. But... We were, a year ago, we were recording in a coffee shop.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, we should talk about our origin story. I thought of that before you started recording, and then as soon as the recording started, I forgot everything, including how to speak. Yeah, we
0: just forget. We're very eloquent, uh, well-spoken... Folks. ...dudes. And uh, as soon as those lights come on, we are done with all of that. We have nothing.
1: Yeah, but let's let's talk about the humble origin story, Brian, which all began when I read a book called The Creative Tarot by Jessica Crispin, and...
0: Is she related to Crispin
1: Glover? I don't think so.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, she's just uh, an artist, and she wrote about the tarot, and normally that's something that I think is kind of silly, which I think you think as well. It's made up. Yes. And... Then I started talking about that book to you, and then you got interested in tarot and showed up one morning to our weekly Sunday coffee with recording equipment. I'm going to, okay, well, I guess I'll keep telling the story.
0: I'm eating cake.
1: And we recorded some,
0: are those are those episodes, did we ever even post those? I'm not sure. No, we didn't. Those are where we were reading for each other, right? Uh, it might have been. Yeah, we didn't post those at all.
1: Okay, so we recorded some episodes in a noisy coffee shop with children screaming and music on.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And... Two little lapel mics. Yeah. And we were recording into our separate computers and then combining that in GarageBand.
1: And at the time, uh, we had to look up every single card on the internet to figure out what they meant. Mm -hmm. And then we never posted those episodes, and, and eventually... Uh, it just became a thing. It just became uh, a thing that we did every Sunday for like 10 minutes. Yep. I remember one time it was too noisy in the coffee shop. So we recorded in your car.
0: Yeah. That was our first episode where I was like, Oh, we can have really good sound quality.
1: If we don't do it at a noisy (laughs) coffee shop. And then, uh, you know, that was, that was basically it though. Then we decided that we would start doing it. We started posting the episodes on SoundCloud. We started getting questions from, you know, real people. Viewers like you. Yep. And then here we are a year later. That's a a peek behind how the creative process works.
0: Yep. All you have to do is start with a little seed of an idea, and in a year you'll be as successful as two podcasters. All right. Well, with that, should we do what we do? Let's jump into Queerence Corner.
1: All right. Here we are in the lovely Queerance Corner, as cozy as it was one year ago today. Uh, and our question today comes from Blair, who says, "I've had horrible, awful luck in my love life, so I would really like to know if and when I'm gonna meet someone
0: if and when that is asking a lot of the cards yeah
1: march 26th, twenty sixth 2000... a- nine... twenty <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a way a, a while to
0: wait, yeah, so. Learn a new trade. Do whatever. You've got decades.
1: Yeah, you've got a long, long, long time until you meet someone. But that's not what the card said. That's just me and Brian.
0: That was just our group mind working where we could say the exact same date at the exact same time. It was pretty impressive, I'm sure.
1: I'm sure to people at home, it sounded great. We didn't plan that. Nope. just happened. Just off the top of our heads.
0: That's the way we do this.
1: Fast and loose. So we will be answering Blair's Question today on the Fountain Tarot deck, uh, not based on the Ayn Rand novel. The Fountainhead. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I thought it was The Fountain.
0: There's a movie called The Fountain. What's that about? I don't know. I think Hugh Jackman's in it. Okay. Is it like a rom-com? No. I think it's one of those... Is it like a Wolverine spinoff? Yeah, it's a Wolverine spin-off.
1: Okay. <laughs> what happens in that one?
0: I don't remember. I saw it a long time ago. It may not even be a Hugh Jackman vehicle, but I think it is. So, like, Wolverine comes out of the fountain? Yeah, Wolverine pops out of the Fountain of Youth. and uh, Is that why he has the healing powers? Yeah, he has the healing powers because of that, but uh, the adamantium in mm. him is fighting against the healing powers. Oh, did it rust because he was oh. in a bunch of water? Adamantium doesn't rust. Again. Oh, okay. Come on.
1: I'm just asking questions. Come on. I of course knew that, but maybe the listeners at home didn't.
0: Oh, Ben! Speaking of pop culture things, okay. Uh, I was—I had an idea, okay—that we could have a monthly party where we watch a Harry Potter movie with viewers like you, and we do. It's just uh, the amateur tarot Harry Potter night, and we just have a monthly Harry Potter watch party. Okay, you like it? I love it. Good. So we watch.
1: Uh, the seven movies in a row, and then just start over. Yeah. Although I guess there's uh, the Magical Beasts somewhere to find them. Yeah, that's true. On YouTube we can f- probably find a bootleg of the play, the, <laughs> the Cursed Child play. Probably.
0: Uh, if we're going to do that, let's get Hamilton also. Well, it's supposed that's, to be really good. I, well, yeah, but it's not Harry Potter. True. But I bet our viewers would enjoy it.
1: What else? Are there any other uh, spinoffs?
0: Well, there are other spinoff books.
1: Is there any like animated Harry Potter series that I'm not thinking of? Or?
0: There probably are, but those are probably not family focused. Mm. Not canon. <laughs> yeah, they are not canon. Like the uh, the bootleg copy of book three that somebody had with the yeah. suicide attempt and <laughs> stuff. Uh,
1: well, what if what if uh, instead of the watch party, we just read? Uh, we just turn this <laughs> podcast into a podcast where we read <laughs> Harry Potter fan fiction
0: to people. Uh, we would probably have more viewers. That's probably true.
1: All right, so the Fountainhead deck. Uh, it's its good, I suppose. It's got cards. Yeah, uh, 79 of them. They have a lovely geometric background, which I like, as well as a very shiny silver side mm-hmm. to them. And Then some of the art is cool, but also the faces, like the people's faces, are too real. Like, I get the sense that she traced some people's faces or is just very good at drawing faces because the faces are are, they're very
0: creepy you keep saying faces
1: yeah they're creepy
0: uh there's an extra card in that deck what is it the fountain
1: oh what does that do
0: uh where is it i don't know it's somewhere in there well vamp while i find it okay uh, the fountain card represents... It's something about technology or something. Let me look in the book. Well, now who's going to vamp if you're in the book and I'm... Don't worry, I can vamp and read at the same time. The fountain. It's uh, It comes after the world, which is 21, and so the number of the fountain is infinity. Huh. that's and... not how counting works. <laughs> well, you're wrong, according to this book. Uh, the fountain exists outside and beyond the cycles of birth, death, time, and form. It is the nameless, changeless source of which everything is a part. It is the waking from dream of separateness and identity and the recognition of oneself as not only connected to all things, but all things divine nature. Okay, so now in English. When the fountain appears in your reading, relinquish all illusion of control and remain in quiet. It invites you to observe, master less, and to just be, effortless and indistinguishable from life. You are the voice and the breath of the universe. Of universes.
1: I like the art on the fountain. There's no creepy faces on it. It's just uh, like an abstract blue-purple background with some sort of odd shadow of a
0: fountain.
1: No, it's like a box... Oh. It's just very geometric with a white line in the middle. Yeah, it's, it's very kind of hard to describe. It doesn't look like a fountain at all. It does not look like a fountain Not at all. a
0: fountain like we would think of a fountain, but no. maybe a fountain across all universes. It could be. Um,
1: maybe in a different dimension it looks like a fountain. Sure. So that's what's great about Tarot, Brian, is that you can just... You can just put cards in the deck because you want to.
0: Things just don't mean anything anymore. Yeah,
1: nothing matters when you're doing the tarot. This time I mean, we felt could...
0: back in 2014 or 2013 when literally stopped meaning literally and started meaning both literally and the exact opposite of literally. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So we could just make our own tarot deck with uh, the, the pizza restaurant and the platypus and the eight of...
0: Rhinoceroses. Sure. Oh, we both said. I don't know if you could tell, but we both said rhinoceroses and Darth Vader at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, we're really good at that. All right, so that's the fountain. Should we answer Blair's question? Let's do it. Let's go ahead and flip over the first card. Wait, no. Let's reread the. Let's question. Let's reread the question because right. she got us all distracted with that Harry Potter. Card. Yeah.
1: Why did you have to bring Harry Potter into your question, Blair? Come on, Blair. All right. From Blair. I've had horrible, awful, no good, very bad luck in my love life. So I'd really like to know if and when I'm going to meet someone. Now, we said 2080-something.
0: 2087.
1: Seven, okay. Let's see what the cards say. All right. Flip. The lovers. Okay, well, this that's past? interesting. But it's the past.
0: It is the past. So you've had something that's meant something before. Um, on this card... On this card, we've got... Two people sitting
1: cross-legged, touching their fingertips, inside of a circle, with pyramid in the background. I do like the deck. I just wish the people weren't so creepy. I like the geometric designs. The faces are just too real.
0: It's and like one this of those paintings, uncanny valley.
1: Yeah, it's like the painting in Scooby
0: Doo that watches you. Paintings do that. I know. So and photographs, anything where eyeballs are in it. Yep. Oh, I went to a haunted house for the first time the other night. Oh, really? How was that? It was uh, really good. It was fun and frightening. It was less frightening when I realized they weren't allowed to touch me. No, they're not. And so, and I was like the first in our pack. And so I so think. So you bore that, the brunt of the scares? No, I think that they held back so they could scare more people oh. as I was coming through. Uh, a lot of times I made eye contact with these creepy, creepy people and I just kept walking so that people behind me could get scared. Hmm. Yeah, but one of the rooms, there was eyeballs hanging down from the ceiling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was cool. All right.
1: So The Lovers. The Lovers. Not about any of that. So The Lovers is about, uh, in some sense, it's about love and a bond between people.
0: But it's also about being able to make a, a choice within yourself. It's about introspection and about dealing with something where you're really choosing to follow the head or the heart. And the lovers would uh, probably
1: push you towards choosing the heart. Yeah. But you know, it's a reminder that love is great, but it's not, this isn't a card necessarily about passion and romance, but also about the hard work of love. And
0: the hard work of making an important decision is a part of that in a relationship. You have to choose your partner each day in your life inside yourself you have to choose yourself each day you have to decide what you're going to do and right now there's a specific choice that needs to be made and you can't put it off any longer all right so let's jump into the present all right flip Ooh, the star
1: the star here has a woman who thankfully her arm is covering her creepy face but it's like um, a maiden coming out of a lake, holding onto some sort of—I don't know if it's like—it kind of seems like it could be a staff with a star on the end of it.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, one of the beams of the star is solid, and she's holding on to it. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, and the star is all about renewed focus. You got a goal in mind and it's time to redouble your efforts towards that goal
1: yeah it's um sort of like beginning anew in some ways Mm -hmm. and that that would make perfect sense now of perhaps a, a relationship in the past that didn't work out maybe some of this awful horrible no good very bad luck in her love life is what the lovers is referring to and then now she's making that choice to begin afresh
0: yeah and the goal of course is to get a ring on it right one day. Don't rush into it. Don't rush into it, but if there's a decision to be made, follow your heart, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, that was the past. Yeah. Let's wait. We'll tell the whole story once we know the future.
1: Yeah. Let's not... Uh, it might be our one year, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. We're not that good. We are that good.
0: You know how I know? Because this next card is 100% percent money back guaranteed future, thanks to Ben Noble.
1: Yes. Flip and that card is the three of cups. Oh, there's a shocker. Yeah, it's the butt touching card. But not on this deck. No, not on this deck, sadly. Uh, which is how you know it's not a very good deck. <laughs> this one just has three hands pouring water and or some sort of liquid into each other's cups. You know
0: what's going on below that card, though.
1: I don't know that. I butt touching. Okay, it's it, that's true. It's not that the card isn't showing butt touching. It's just left to the imagination.
0: Yeah, it's just focused on the cups. <laughs>
1: So the Three of Cups is a very happy card. It's a time about friendship and celebration.
0: Yeah, it indicates harmony, cooperation, and socialization.
1: Yeah, so this is a card all about not worrying so much and spending some time with
0: friends. Yeah, hold those cups up high.
1: Yeah, and so if I was going to maybe take a first stab here at putting everything together, I would say that, you know, just looking at our present and our future card, it's about beginning anew and kind of taking that stereotypical advice about like working on yourself and hanging out with your friends and maybe don't be so overly focused on the romantic aspect and then that will come naturally as a result of you starting anew, working working just on your internal stuff that's going on, and then spending time with friends
0: and people that are close to you. And through that, you'll find someone that is going to be more important in your life. Through that, you're going to find someone who's going to want to scroll down the card a little bit and see a little bit of butt touching. Content alert.
1: Too late for that. And with that, uh, I think we can jump out.
0: Thanks for Queerance Corner. That was our one-year Queerance Corner. We didn't even have Queerance Corner when we started out. No, we did not. Do you remember when we started that? It's been like half of our existence. Yeah. I could go back because I think we named the episode after it. I think you're right. Well. uh, Let's go to Card of the Week land. Let's go to Card of the Week. While we're getting that ready, I just want to say thank you to Blair. And I hope that that helped. I hope that that was fun for you. As it was for us, and thanks for being a new listener.
1: And while I typically read the read and well no, describe the card, and then you read the book today, since it's my deck still, the zombie deck, you're describing the card and
0: I'm reading the book. That's right. So this is the card of the week. This is a description for everybody that's listening, including you, Blair. And we are going to go ahead and flip over a card. Flip. Uh, It is the Queen of Swords. This is the zombie deck. uh, And the Queen of Swords has a later middle-aged woman sitting in a recliner. There's a bear trap next to her with a human foot uh, set as bait. There's some empty beer cans sitting around her. And she is uh, holding a machine gun. And smiling. Uh, She is ready. She has traps set for the zombies, and she's ready to attack. Yep. So, Ben, why don't you go ahead and read the description of the card of the week. Queen of Swords. Couple of keywords here. Intelligence, sharp tongue,
1: unscrupulous. If you think you're kicking her out of her double wide, you've got another thing coming. Underneath her hair curlers and terrycloth bathrobe beats the heart of a true fighter. The Queen of Swords represents a woman who may have suffered the loss of a loved one, but still carries on. She's a little tougher, a little wiser, and definitely ready for the next wave of terror coming this fall.
0: Queen of Swords. So that's it. That's for everybody. Okay, so what's that say about the week? So
1: what that says about the week is that, you know, you may look unassuming, but there's a lot going on beneath the surface, and this week you are probably going to kick some ass.
0: All right, I'm not even gonna bleep that out. It says that word in the Bible. All right, I meant it in the donkey sense. <laughs> All right, well that's been the card of the week. That's it. Uh, we want to thank Blair again. Yeah. Wanna... What? What? Uh, what? Go ahead. No, you go. No. No, you hang up. You go.
1: Okay. And we want to thank you, the listeners,
0: for joining us for uh, one one whole year. This is, was our year. This. You can really tell that we've been working on this for a long time. Thank you to my fiancé, who's uh, been with us for the whole year. And your fiancé was not your fiancé before this. No, she wasn't.
1: It's probably thanks to this podcast that we're getting married.
0: Yeah, I think that it probably brought you closer together. I would imagine. It made you a better man.
1: Yes. Yes. It did. Um, Um,
0: In the day I was going to ask her to marry
1: me, I did consult. Uh, I was at town, so I didn't have a deck with me. But I did consult an app on my phone.
0: What app did you use? Golden Thread? Yeah, the Golden Thread deck.
1: And uh, the night I was going to ask her to marry me, I got the uh, Seven of Cups. Huh. How about that? How about that? Didn't know how to take that.
0: Hmm. Well, if somebody wants uh, an insightful reading like that... How could they get in touch with us? Well,
1: Brian, they could uh, go to our website, AmateurTarot.com. You're going to find everything you want there, like our email address, where you can email us to ask us questions. And that email address, Brian, is?
0: AmateurTarotReading at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, but you can just go to our website, AmateurTarot.com. That email address will be on the top bar. Also, you can listen to some recent episodes. You can see what other people are saying. You can look at our pictures. You can
0: listen to all past episodes, not even recent ones.
1: All right. Even some of those really bad, bad ones from a year ago in the coffee shop.
0: Yep. You know what else you can do that you couldn't do a year ago? What else can you do? You can call us, like on the phone. On the telephone. Do people still use those? Uh, yeah, I guess so. All right. But we have a dedicated voicemail set up, and you can leave your questions there, and we will answer them. And if you sound like you, you're funnier than we are, then we will maybe play it on. Not air. hard to do. Yeah, it's not tough. Uh, what's that number, Brian? That number is 314. That's St. Louis area code. 314-325-6047. Uh, and if
1: you come now, we will also throw in a set of really sharp knives and a blender. Absolutely free.
0: Yeah. And if you just want to get a hold of us in a more traditional way, you could always tweet us at Tarot Amateur. You can hit up Brian at Zen Iron Man. You can hit up Ben at Making All This Up. And the other thing that you could do for us,
1: really above all else, is you could go to iTunes, you could type in Amateur Tarot, our podcast will be the only thing up, you click it, and then you leave a five-star rating and one to two sentences about what you like about the show. Yeah. That's it.
0: That's it. That's, That's a, a year. year.
1: We Whoa! did it! Yes! End the show right now. Show over. Bye. Are you okay? Are you okay? Take a sip of my cider. I can't wait for you to edit this. It's going to be a delight. I can't wait for you to put as the stinger just all of the mouth (laughs) sounds.